Hey, what's up, guys? You may have noticed that I have several sponsorships now, so I feel kind of official. Like, I, I have different segments with my podcast. I've had a couple interviews, and now I have sponsorships. So I just feel like this podcast is really starting to grow. My reach is really up. My, subscri- my subscribers are continuing to grow. My reviews are down, which is a little disappointing because I don't understand why people keep checking out my podcast or text me or Snapchatting me about it, but don't review you know what, every time I hang out with my friends, which I, I hang out with, like, a bunch of people, I'm just going to start saying, hey, hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> Review my podcast. Um, I started checking out Barstool Sports. Uh, I, I knew who they were a little bit, but I never really listened to them. But I decided to listen to them because before that, all I really listened to, I'm not going to lie, I listened to myself um, just to critique myself and see where I can improve and then where I could, uh, where I can do something more that I like that I'm doing um so I I listen to myself and then I listen to Gary Vee because you can never go wrong with Gary Vee if it sounds like my voice is deep I am kind of coming back from like a semi-cold um you should have heard it two days ago it was pretty bad I I it was so bad that it was so deep that I was doing uh the jazz voice like I don't even know how I don't have have an example but I was saying things such as 1047 smooth jazz so it, it was a great time but I was really I was listening to um, bar stools specifically uh, part of my take and KFC and they're they're great I really really love them I like how they are and and the corp um, I've been listening to that one too I've, I've actually listened to all of their episodes just because they don't have that many and they're not going to be making any new content until the new year, which is just a couple days away. So I'm pretty much caught up with their content. But they are really good. Um, it's just crazy to think that they started, like, years ago. I just barely heard about them, like, maybe two years ago when that whole Saturday for the boys saying was really big and all those flags were being sold. And, like, now they are they have a huge following on uh, Instagram. Uh, their, their host personalities have big followings. Uh, they have a huge following on um, Instagram and Snapchat. So I just it's crazy to see how big they really are. I didn't know that they were that big. I didn't know they were making content for years. I, I want to say close to a decade. I don't know the time frame, but it's been a really long time since they've been doing what they're doing. Um, and I think it's actually really smart. because And they have so many podcasts out, which I think is great. Because, um, say, if you're into golfing, they have a golfing podcast. If you're into, um, like, just gossip i think they have a podcast for that they have a lot for a lot of people so they have a really broad reach and i think that's awesome and then they have like the online store which is really hip and trendy and i just think they're doing a lot of things right um let's just say they started a decade ago i just started hearing about them a couple years ago but you know to stay consistent and keep putting out content and building a following and trying to stay relevant they did a really really good job and it's kind of inspiring to see where they were maybe 10 years ago to where they are now. To, um, I'm not saying I'm like I'm going to be as big as them, but I started really young. Like if you ever hear about people that are on TV like Jimmy Fallon and and Stephen Colbert and, and, and TV hosts and news anchors, like they all started doing things outside of the classroom, like uh, started a t- TV show or YouTube channels. I'm not saying them specifically. I'm just giving out general ideas of how people built audiences is by putting out content and just building an audience. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Like, like if you look at a lot of these 
TV personalities and celebrities, they started at a really young age and they just put out content and they took risk and they just continued, which is probably the hardest part. It, I want to say, other than putting out your first piece of content, continuing to put out content is probably the hardest thing to do, Um, especially for me right now, just because I am so young and I'm just working and I'm in school. And I, and, and I live in Arizona, and there's only, like, semi-opportunity. Um, I mean, there is plenty of opportunity, but when it comes to the things that I want to do, it's going to be a slow grind because I'm building through the stock market, and I'm building through a, a podcast, which I don't think will really be anything until, like, 20 years. Well, I don't think my stocks will be much until 20 years, but I think in 20 years when it when it plays out the way I want it to be or I want it to it's going to be really um worth it so I'm just looking at myself now I'm put, I started putting out content like what six months ago July 10th it's now December 29th 2018 almost 2019 I, I'm 23 I started putting out content right before I turned 23 and just to think okay if I keep doing this and building and connecting and just growing and learning for another 10 years, who knows where I'll be. I already have three sponsorships. They're not great. They're not the biggest, but I'm still extremely, extremely grateful for them because they're boosting my reliability and, and my um, professionalism. So I just think that I'm starting to grow with it. And I think the way that voice is going and that voice technology, I think there are going to be a lot more apps built on top of... Um, Voice and I think podcasts they're having a moment, but I don't even think they've scratched the surface. If you, if I talk to a lot of my coworkers, of like the, what they do is they watch like YouTube tutorials, makeup tutorials, uh, Netflix, and listen to music. Not a lot of them are listening um, to podcasts. <laughs> One here and there are, but they're growing, especially with college students and young adults and. Uh, the elderly like podcasts are really really big i think there's just something about hearing other people talk like i like if you think like honestly i think about the radio i'm kind of over the radio i haven't listened to the radio in a really long time ever since i got my car but when i wasn't driving these last couple years when i was dating my ex she would drive me to and from work she was great that way but she would listen to the radio and it wasn't really the music that we were listening to um, we like the segments that the radios um, were doing and, like, the radio personalities. And I think that's what people will really like when it comes to podcasts. And I was listening to The Corp just yesterday, uh, an earlier episode, and uh, A-Rod made a comment about, um, as a player, he was excited about who was commentating the game because he thinks it's just as important as the actual players themselves. And I thought that was so interesting because if you think about it, when you think about when you talk about sports when you listen to sports and when people pass like our radio hosts or tv hosts commentators pass away it's a really big deal because these people are part of the experience a lot of these uh, tv personalities have when it comes to the sports realm have been involved in sports for a really really long time for so for so and for some people when it comes to those tv personalities 
that's just part of the experience that are used to that person and that's kind of why I think people like these uh, podcast personalities and then that's why I think Barstool Sports is so great it's not just because they're funny and it's not just because they're relevant I think people genuinely like the, the people and that that's a huge deal and I think that's why people are really tuning into what I'm doing because if you really think about it when you when you summarize and get down to the point of what I'm doing I'm just a 23 year old kid who just got his first full-time job who's about to graduate with his master's who's about like with student loan debt and who hasn't really accomplished much yet I'm really just kind of pontificating. You know, I've noticed that I use a lot of Gary V ideology and terms, but it's because I, I listen to him a lot. It's not like I'm... And I don't want to be one of those blog boys who reiterates what he says and just tries to sell it. I just really hold what he says to a high value. It's it's literally like my gospel. Um, but it's really... That's really what it is. I, I'm, I'm speaking out loud, giving my ideas, and I'm taking action for the things I want to do, but I'm just... And I'm literally in the early stages for everything that I want to do. Um, like I'm just, I'm just still a 23 year old kid. I haven't, I'm not where I want to be quite yet. I think just to even scratch the surface of where I want to start to be, it's gonna take another 10 years to get where I want to be. I think it's gonna take 20. So when people listen to my podcast, I think they just genuinely like me and they like listening to my voice and they like listening to my content. Sometimes I go on rants. Sometimes I come off a little quirky. Sometimes I come off dorky. Sometimes I come off a little bit too passionate where it's kind of aggressive especially when I talked about my ex there was a couple podcasts I went back and listened to them and when I was talking about uh, her moving out um, and not paying rent I believe I, it did seem a little angry and I was at the time and there were things that I probably shouldn't have said cause, but I, I'm in this or I should have be, sat down sat down a little bit about on it and then tried to become rational and then speak on it but the way I'm doing this podcast, I want to be as transparent as possible. Um, I'm trying to be open as possible. And, I, and it's really, I'm showing the ugly side of what people don't post on social media. I don't care about um, the best angles because this, this just isn't pictures. This is like me speaking. And it's like almost like a, a, a blog uh, with my voice of, of what it's taking to get to where I want to be. So I'm, I'm just going to be as open as possible. Uh, speaking of my ex, we did start talking about a week ago, and things are really going good. Now that I've kind of figured out what I wanted in life, I am, am ready to settle down because what what's happened was I graduated college, got my full-time job, got a car, started working on my master's, I started building my stock portfolio, I started reading, started studying consumer behaviors, the stock market, upcoming stocks, different markets, and I was just really, really consumed in everything but my relationship, and um, that's where we failed on with communication, and she ended up dumping me. And I, I had the up. I have a Georgia connection. I started hanging out with uh, Amber and her friends. I just started feeling really cool and feeling like someone. So I neglected my relationship because I didn't want to stay in Arizona, because I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw all this opportunity to succeed and I wanted to explore it. And I guess a part of me just wasn't ready to have marriage or kids quite yet. And I realized that the past five months, when when I have been single, that, um 
the real ROI in life is happiness and love, and I, I kind of lost track of that, because I guess the way I was looking at life was like, okay, uh, like let's, let's, let's just take a religious perspective on it. I was like, why are we here? Okay, like if God put us here, then what's the point of it? Like, I don't think marriage, not to offend anyone, but I didn't think marriage was good enough to explain why we were here. I didn't think having kids was good enough to explain why we were here. I didn't think finding self-love was good enough to explain why we were here. I just didn't understand, like, why we were here. And then I was like, well, maybe this is a fucking matrix simulation. Or like, it might, like what, what's going on here? And I thought, okay, well, I don't know what's going on here. But there are endless opportunities to succeed, and I'm just going to take advantage of it while I'm here on this physical earth. And then I then I lost track of what was really important, and I was so future-driven that I kind of didn't focus on now, and I took my relationship for granted. Because in my head, I was like, okay, I graduated high school, no big deal. Graduated college, no big deal. Got a full-time job, no big deal. And I, to me, they just weren't big deals, I guess when you take it into context of lip growing up homeless and living in a group home and being abused growing up, um, it, I, I just didn't mean much to me because I was like, well, I did everything that every other kid does. But then when you kind of take everything into context, you're like, well, maybe I did accomplish a little bit of everything and maybe I should feel good about myself. And that's what it was. I was never satisfied. I'm still not satisfied, but I'm going to, I'm working on getting that itch but within the context of a relationship because I am ready to settle down I did when I was dating my ex I wasn't wanting kids or marriage for 10 years because in my head I was like well 10 years I'll be 33 she'll be 32 that's really young but we would we would have been together 14 years at the time we've been an item of a thing for the past four years so I can understand where she's coming from where we I'm still really young 23 but and she's 22 I, but I can understand where she's coming from where I I should have not neglected my relationship and we love each other and she was just ready for that next step and I sh- and I am now I just took me five months of a breakup to realize it that um, money isn't everything I do want to make great money obviously I still want to see where this podcast goes I'm still going to continue to build my stock portfolio but I'm doing it within the context of my relationship I don't need to move to Georgia I don't need to move to California maybe eventually I will I mean I'm still really young we don't know but as of right now my main focus is school work and my relationship and not not any in any particular order Uh, obviously my relationship would come above all even though I am at work right now um, I I just need to appreciate the moment and that's something that I haven't done I need to practice mindfulness and just kind of enjoy now um like I said in an earlier podcast my my ex's parents um said something along the lines when you're on your deathbed you're you're not gonna say wow I wish I was at work or I wish I could work one more day and that's absolutely true um I'm gonna open a drawer because I'm taking out something this past year, I made really good money. Um, my paychecks varied from 2000 to 2600 just depending on how much overtime I worked. And I worked all this overtime. I made all this money, but I didn't really have anything to show for it. So I, I made a list of 2019 goals for me. Um, it's really simple. I obviously do want to travel and explore the world, but I haven't even really explored Arizona, and that's always something that's kind of bothered me. Like, I just visited the Grand Canyon about 
two years ago, maybe last year. And I just want to do more within the context of Arizona and then branch out and visit other uh, countries and other states because I've only been to Florida, but I haven't really been to Florida because I've just been to Disney World and then I've been to California, but even California, I've only been to San Bernardino, Los Angeles, Hollywood, San Diego, and like areas around that region. I don't know if that's really technically a region, but I've only really been there. But here's my my goals, because I don't want to I don't want to work hard and and not be able to enjoy myself. So I'm still gonna work hard. But like I said, it's it is okay to take time to yourself. So like, I people think I bash EDM. It's not something that I'm really into. But I understand the appeal. I understand the experience. It's very euphoric. It's almost like you're having an out of body experience. I've had those kind of experiences, not with. Um, EDM or festivals but I get why people go I just don't think we need to go all the time you know people want to be successful and that takes sacrifice and that's just that's what it comes down to Um, this year I think I sacrificed a little bit too much because I only had two days off one of them was to have an ortho and eye appointment in the same day and another day was to move into my apartment in April or March whatever it was and that's it that those are the only days I've had off um and I made good money and I'm 23 and I think I should just enjoy my my money a little bit more because I am investing into my 401k I am building my stock portfolio and I just I should be able to enjoy myself because if I do that for the next 40 years if the market crashes and rebuilds itself corrects itself I still think I should have a really healthy uh, and savings I should have a healthy savings 401k and stock portfolio and maybe I want to get into the real estate game late too later but that's a totally different topic for a different day anyways um my 2019 goals so far are go to steak 44 which is actually supposedly a really good steak um restaurant in arizona and i love steak so i'm really really excited for that i want to go to snowball which is in flagstaff i believe and it's basically like a skiing snowboarding place i've never been either one so i want to go snowboarding because i think that would be really cool four corners i'm sure you guys know what the four corners is um if you don't it's the it's where the the four states meet at a corner uh i want to go to antelope canyon which looks really fucking awesome i want to go to an asu football game i really love asu i'm an oregon guy but i do when it comes to local teams the only team that i really root for besides gcu is asu um so i want to go to asu football game I want to go to a Golden State San Francisco San Francisco game, which is probably the only goal that I have that's not in Arizona. Well, I guess if I do it in the spring, I could still go in Oakland. So that might be a Golden State home game, San Francisco, Oakland, just depending on when I go. But I would want to go really soon. Uh, hot air ballooning. I don't know if hot air ballooning is the right term, but I want to ride a hot air balloon. Uh, Arizona, which is like a, a drive through, from my, from what I gather and from what I've seen, it looks like a drive through zoo almost. And then skydiving. And that's, that's it so far. And then I also want to, I, I have a bucket list. So I want to do cruises. I want to, I've looked online to see how many California beaches there are. And there's about 450. And I want to visit all of them. I want to visit all the states and all their major landmarks, local attractions, best eateries, visit most countries, and I want to do scuba diving. And then, um, like I said, 
I I have talked to my my ex and I are talking and not even talking. I basic we're basically dating again, and it feels really good. And I just feel like I'm in a great spot again. Like I feel emotionally, I'm actually in a really good spot um, because I have I found a really good balance between work, school, and now a relationship. And that's something I didn't have before. I was uh, doing too much of work and and kind of I put my relationship on the furthest back. Um, pedal, and then I put I don't back pedal, back wood, back fire. I don't know, on furthest um, from pr- my priority list, and then it was school. Like my work was my priority, which it shouldn't have been. It probably should have been reverse order: relationship, school, and then work, or maybe and work and school could change. It doesn't matter, but they're both important. But work pays the bills. <clears throat> So I just lost track of that, and now I'm really emotionally and mentally in a great place. Already it was in a great place, and I I said in early in an earlier podcast that I I'm I was glad for this breakup because I think um, the reason why we broke up is because I finally became secure and confident with myself, which I wasn't before. Like the first couple years of of our relationship, I was kind of a shitty boyfriend, and. Uh, I was controlling because I just didn't love myself and I didn't believe she loved me so I was really insecure and she really built up my my confidence and it got me so confident and so driven and so so self-motivated that that's why I dove myself into work and school and I felt and she kind of got the short end of the of end of the stick when it came to the end result because now that I was confident she was kind of exhausted and lonely and I didn't do anything so that was really my fault and now we're both in a really great place because she needed those five months also um to learn to love herself and now I'm there to also love her and and now I'm confident and she's confident and we're both secure with ourselves and it's been four years so we're it took four years to finally get it right but it's it it was totally worth it all the ups and downs it was really really worth it I think that actually I think that segment is going to be really interesting to hear in 10 and 20 years 50 years to just like see where we are um hopefully we're together i love her she loves me things are great between us but you know life happens but it's just crazy four years and just to think well where where are we going to be in 50 that's crazy you know i just got goosebumps just looking at my 50 year old self and listening to this and i'm picturing my 50 year old 50 50 years older self kind of tearing up to this because it's it's a great moment to hear this when i'm 23 and I'm really glad that podcasting... Actually, you know what? On micro scale, I'm glad that podcasting existed and that I started one because even... I, I want... I'm finding value in it and I have sponsorships, but it's also for selfish reasons to hear what, where I'm going to be in 50 years and just look back at my life. I'm just going to be so glad that it's documented and not just in pictures because pictures, you know, you could, you can edit pictures, you can save pictures, you can print pictures, but you only really have pictures of good, happy moments. This podcast is going to be the good, bad, and ugly. As you've seen, there has been ups and downs. There's been crazy rants. I've been emotional at times and just to have all of that in one area is going to be so good and I'm so happy that I'm putting out transparent content and it's informal and I'm glad and I'm hoping that it's relatable um because I think it's just going to be really good to listen to anyways um 
law school is still maybe an option, but I would want to be local. So if anything, I would go to Arizona State or I might enroll into a PhD program with GCU just because with my tuition benefits, because I work for them, it'd be 75% off. And if I grow with GCU to go beyond, uh, I believe, an executive vice president, like to a dean or C-level employee, I would have to, what would it be employer at that point? Like if you're a CA, CEO or CIO, would you be an employee still? I don't know. Anyways, I would have to have a PhD um, just because that's kind of how the education sector works. Um, so, And it would take three years and I finished my master's in April and I would start maybe April 2019. And I would start maybe August 2019 right before I turn 24. So let's say I turn 24, finish in three years. 27 is a really young age. Hey guys, sorry about that interlude. A coworker called me because um, I am, like I said, I'm at work. Um, I'm not not working, but I'm doing the podcast and I'm working at the same time. Anyways, I was talking about where I wanted to be and where I'm going right now in life. So basically, um, where I was saying, what I was saying was, I am working on my relationship because I finally found a good balance, and it took me five months of being single to finally realize what really mattered in life. Um, the real ROI is happiness and love, but I'm also working towards my goals. I'm not going to neglect my family and my friends and significant people in my life just for money. Money is nice, but overall it doesn't compare to meaningful, significant relationships. So I I found that balance. I'm going to work really hard towards my goals, build my stock portfolio, yada, 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 while also putting my relationships on a pedestal because that's where they should have been because they are important. It shouldn't. It, it's not even me putting them on a pedestal. They just already are because they mean that much to me. So with that said, I am not looking to move to Georgia or California right now. Um, I, I want to stay with GCU. Right now, the main route that I'm looking to take in life right now is to enroll into a PhD program with GCU. They have a Doctor of Education and Educational Leadership with an emphasis in organizational development. Excuse me. And I think that GCU is doing a lot of things right. Like I said in earlier podcasts about how the education sector is going to change a little bit, especially for higher education um, with the advancement of technology and social media and the internet. Um, colleges are going to be have, are going to have to be innovative, and I'm looking at what GC is doing. I'm, I've listened to uh, newsletters and articles, and or I've read those, and I've heard interviews um, from GCU CEO slash President Brian Mueller, and he thinks the way that I think. He is very innovative, and the things that he's doing with GCU is very innovative. And I think they're going to go really far. They may not be Harvard or Stanford, but I think they're going to be. A, around long term um, despite social media and the internet I think the the education system specifically college degrees are always going to be a way to measure success it's going to be a pillar for success just because it opens up a lot of doors it might not be a traditional four-year program but I think certain a lot of students are still going to seek that campus experience so with maybe like a hybrid program where they also take online 
courses. Anyways, because I think GC is innovative and I think they're going to be here long term, I want to grow with the company. That's why once I finish my master's in April, I want to enroll into a PhD program and I would start it right before I turn 24. So basically just 24, finish it in three years. It's, it's a three year program. Hopefully I finish it in three years and I'd be 27 and that's still really young. Uh, 27 with the PhD program with very minimal debt, have a happy, healthy relationship. I think that's a great position to be in. And, and just let's just say in three years I finish my PhD program and my this podcast continues to grow. I think that's a really great position to be in. Um, I think it's incredibly uh, great to be in. If I keep connecting with people, using resources, grow within GCU, networking with my coworkers, the higher ups, who knows where I where I will be with this company. So that's that's the main plan right now. I th- I think it's a solid plan. Law school is a semi plan. It's my backup plan, um, just because law is very prestigious it's a very tedious program and it's very overwhelming I just from what I've heard and I've talked to people that have gone to prestigious institutions such as Northwestern and another uh, gentleman um, went to the University of Maryland so I, I understand that law school is is hard no matter where you go if I if it sounds different I'm actually using headphones now which I've never done with a podcast so if it sounds more like it has more bass or a little oomph, that, that's why. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, that's my goal right now just because I want to stay within Arizona. And I'm really looking around Arizona and I'm looking at what's going on. I'm looking at the landscape of the market. And, you know, I like what I see. I think if I think I wrote a paper about this in my master's program on why GCU should open up a state-of-the-art film um, facility and music facility because I, I see untapped potential for Arizona. And I think if GCU can get ahead of that, they could really grow. Because if you think about film and you think about um, music and school, and if you have to go the school route, if you're not growing on the internet, if you have to go to school, be taught things, work on the production side, make connections. It's expensive, and most of the schools that you would have to go to are in California, like USC, UCLA, or New York, such as NYU, and those are crazy expensive. So if we, if GCU were to incorporate state-of-the-art programs at its at a cheaper cost, and it's growing, I think people in in Arizona, where it's an untapped market, and there and it, there's a bunch of startups going on I think people are going to see that and Arizona is just going to continue to grow I think a lot of people when people talk about up emerging markets and solid markets besides like New York and California markets I the ones I always hear about are Georgia which Georgia is great um, another one I hear about is uh, Pittsburgh Pennsylvania which is great but I, I, I honestly believe Arizona's in that mix we don't have a film industry like Georgia, we don't have, but I think when it comes to technology and startup culture, I think Arizona is, it's emerging and it's so, so, so untapped and the, the potential is phenomenal. So that's that's why I want to stick around here because I think the market has incredible potential.
potential and i think it can compete with the bigger markets because it is, the cost of living is cheaper here and the culture is just emerging and i think it's already big but once it gets bigger it's going to be insane so that's why i want to stick here um, see where it goes and that's why i started my podcast because I, I saw this untapped potential and i'm like well if i start now like if I just have to start now, that's that's really what it came down to. Um, I'm gonna leave work. I just wanted to finish that little segment. Um, I actually felt pretty cool, uh, in- including an interlude because I've never done that before. I just feel like this podcast is getting a little bit more official. Like I I still will be informal and I will cuss because fuck it. But with sponsorships and segments and interludes, I. An introduction. I just, I think this podcast is, it's really, it's really kind of crazy and, and mind blowing to see where it's going in just a matter of months. Um, it's not where I want it to be. I plan on doing this for 20 years. Well, I, I keep saying 20 years. But I, I, I expect to achieve my goals in 20 years, but I will do this for the rest of my life. And I think it's just, it's exciting to see where it's going to go. Voice is going to continue to grow. I think Arizona market is going to grow. The startup culture is going to grow. I think if you want to start a business, the best time to do it is now. And I've talked about it a little bit, the Banding Institute. I've explored it a little bit. Uh, eventually, maybe I want to, but right now it's just work, school, maybe a PhD program, happiness, relationships, and podcasting. Podcasting is kind of a side burner uh, situation, but I'm going to continue to put out uh, content. I didn't think I would be able to put out a podcast before the new year, but I put in two, which I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, so if I, I probably won't because New Year's is really close. I just want to wish everyone a happy new year. And tell me what you think about uh, the sponsorships. If if you haven't checked them out, if you're not familiar with them, I would check them out. I've done a lot of research about them. I didn't want to do sponsorships just for the sake of doing sponsorships or to get paid for it. I genuinely wanted to partner with companies that I felt held the same image and are growing and want to grow with me and I can help them grow and they can help me grow and I, I, I wanted a mutualistic relationship and that's exactly what I got. Um, the basic, the first one I did was Anchor because Anchor started all of this because without it I would probably be lost. I wouldn't know how to publish or anything like that. Um, so on a closing note, if you want to start a podcast, YouTube channel, do it. I, I would recommend um, voice just because a lot of people are kind of self-conscious and with podcasting you don't really need to um the when i go on more and more with this i think it's going to become a little bit like more like a like a mix between gary v and barstool just because i've been listening to barstool and i like how it's long content like they have like hour hour and a half sometimes two hours and they have different segments I'm not quite there yet, but I'm thinking of starting a second podcast, maybe with sports or film or music, maybe all of it, just pop culture in general, where I have different segments and I'm not critiquing, but I'm giving opinions and facts about multiple uh, subjects, just because I think that'd be really, really cool. Because we see it for music all the time. There's a lot of major YouTube channels and YouTubers who give opinions on newly released music or film and they have great followings. I think uh, the next thing for that would be voice. So maybe I might want to get into that because I kind of see that 
as a part of what Barstool stands for. And I, I really, really love it. And I think it's really fascinating. And I think having a, a second podcast wouldn't hurt with a different uh, feel to it that reaches a different audience, I think is, is pretty cool. So it's, it might be something I explore. And I'm really on top of uh, music, really on top of sports. And maybe Like I would even maybe throw an education in there and marketplaces and stocks. So, because that's what this is what what this one was supposed to be about was uh, entrepreneurship, lifestyle, stocks, and economics. But it's more been like a life blog and like philosophical um, view of what I want to do. So I need to maybe I need to switch more to the business side to it, but I haven't yet. Um, or maybe I should just start a new podcast that and that's just a different segment. But we'll see. I'm it's something that I'm exploring. Um, I hope everyone has a happy new year. If you want to start a podcast, start it. If you have any New Year's resolutions, I'd recommend just starting it now. Just get it over and done with. Mine is to honestly cut back on alcohol. I don't even drink that much, but it's when I do, I drink a lot. Not like an alcoholic, but it's just something. I wake up the next morning and I look at my bar tab or my bank account and I'm like, oh my gosh. I could have drank like half, like I, I could have drank one or two drinks and I would have been fine the rest of the night. But that's never the case. So I'm going to work on that. So wish me luck and good luck with yours, guys. Everybody, I wish you a happy new year. And please leave a freaking review. Bye.